world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're in the world. My name is Jock, that, Josh, that is Dr. Saeed Hyder. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose Live with you Monday through Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the news and the events of the day of the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order, the One World Government, uh, the, the march, the move towards totalitarianism. Totalitarianism. I can't speak tonight, man. Crazy. But we got Dr. Saeed Haider tonight. He has over 10 years of experience as an internal medicine-trained hospital doctor since 2020. He has treated thousands of COVID-19 patients around the country by providing easy online access to off-label prescriptions. And you know what? You've been a true freedom fighter as well. You've been blowing the whistle on tons of stuff from the vaccine mandates, getting people the ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, the right drugs that they need, as well as even being outspoken about against the World Economic Forum, the CDC, Dr. Fauci. Doctor, how are you doing today? I'm great. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joshua. 
I appreciate you coming on. And, you know, the topic that we're talking about here tonight is childhood vaccination. You know, I've always said when they come for the children, that's going to be the big problem. And I think you feel the same way about this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, child sacrifice and, you know, pagan cultures, right? I mean, it's like you got to appease the gods or something. I don't know. Um, it's It's really insane um i mean just on the face of it it's like you can explain to like a a five-year-old why they shouldn't be vaccinated it's so simple it's like you have no risk from covid Mm -hmm. and even if there's a tiny risk from the vaccines it's just not worth it right because you, you you have no benefit and no one else has any benefit from you getting it right so actually you know i have to apologize for even using the word vaccine you know i've, I've lately have become more aware of how powerful this you know the the words that we use are right um and and what i realized actually when i started thinking about that was that you know it kind of like infiltrates your mind and changes your thinking right it actually it's a it's a method method of brainwashing in fact um and so one of the reasons that for example you know on an off topic kind of um i one of the reasons i think that gay marriage was able to be kind of like got a foothold in the society is because we started talking about you know quote unquote men who have sex with men right Mm -hmm. like that used to be called sodomy right (laughs) it it used to be separate from sex it wasn't actually considered sex it was considered something else right and looked down upon um but when you start talking about it in that way um it kind of shifts everyone in the culture to start kind of accepting it as normal and then you know the next step after sex is marriage obviously and then it kind of normalizes marriage as well um whereas before it was you know a man and a woman um so regardless of what you believe about that my point is that you know if you change the 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 language you know of a people you can get them to start accepting things that they did not accept before whether it's something you want them to accept or you know whether you think that we shouldn't be accepting it um so the same goes for quote unquote vaccines right so the cdc you know lately there was some some articles about how there's some uh there's some emails that have been released showing how the CDC was getting all these inquiries from people on both sides of the political spectrum, you know, uh, both pro-vax and anti-vax, you know, saying like, hey, you know, you need to take a look at your own definition of vaccine because people on the right are using it to attack these COVID-19 shots um, because they don't seem to meet the definition that you yourself are providing on your website. So they went ahead and changed the definition so that they could keep calling the vaccines. I mean, one reason for that obviously is that the pharmaceutical companies um, have no liability for vaccine products, you know, but they do for everything else. Um, so so you have to kind of like shove it in under, under the vaccine rubric. Um, and, and the other reason I think is because vaccine the the way we've all grown up understanding it is that you know you're aiming for herd immunity with a vaccine which means that most people aren't really at risk from the you know from the disease but we're trying to protect those who are you know less fortunate who are chronically ill who have immunocompromised immunodeficiency the elderly you know the very young whatever it is depending on the you know whether it's the flu or whatever it is that we're trying to vaccinate against um we're trying to be good citizens right you know and um, and help other people with by taking these shots and so that doesn't apply to covid shots at all right but the fact that we're calling them vaccines it kind of is this subtle kind of brainwashing technique that you know people all kind of still think that way about these things since it's called a vaccine it's kind of like plugging you into this prior belief system built up around what a vaccine is, what it means. Mm -hmm. It means that you're trying to help other people, even though you yourself may not be at risk. Um, So you, you know, you can try to tell people the facts, you know, and I have tried. And unfortunately, 
you know, we've been kind of funneled into like just preaching to the choir oftentimes. And, and so I have to like appeal to the choir that I'm preaching to like, Hey, go out and try to tell other people. And I know that like, oftentimes speaking to them directly is like a turnoff for them, right? Like they've just like decided to screen you out and they oftentimes will tell you, okay, don't talk to me anymore about this subject. I don't want to hear it. Um, but you have to search out other people who may be on the fence because we know from, you know, the mass formation idea from Matthias Desmet that there is a significant percentage. I mean, 30, 40% of people are kind of on the fence. They just need to hear the data, right? And, and for childhood vaccines, it's so simple. It's like zero risk, but there's some risk associated with the shots. And, and they're leaky vaccines. They're not going to prevent the spread. You know, they're not going to cause, they're not going to create herd immunity. They're, they're not helping the kids and they're not helping the grandparents, they're not helping the kids at school. They're not helping the teachers, they're not helping nobody in the community, right? It, there's no benefit to vaccinating kids. There's zero benefit, right? Um, if it doesn't help the kids, it's not helping anyone else either. Um, and, and that's even before you start talking about how ridiculous the study was, how it failed to really prove anything at all right and yet it was still passed through it was a foregone conclusion that it would be passed through by the fda 49 out of 50 states spent millions of dollars pre-ordering the vaccines but before it was even you know emergency use authorized um and uh and so we can get into i mean i don't know you tell me which direction you want to go we can talk about all the ridiculous things about the study or or we can you know branch off in a different direction well you know just recently um dr bartlett dr mccullough and dr simon gold were on a talk show and they were discussing this new um, study that came out of Sweden about the vaccine and how the vaccine is found out to actually change your DNA. Do, do you have any thoughts on that? Have you checked into this at all? Yeah, I, I, I'm actually I wasn't aware of the study um, and I'll take I'll check it out. But, you know, we we are concerned that there is going to be genetic changes, right, because there are reverse transcriptases in every cell, you know, that can, you know, reverse integrate the RNA into DNA. Um, there's, it can turn into DNA plasmids, you know, inside the cytoplasm or it can retrointegrate into the nucleus. And there was this concern for months now, right? Maybe six, seven months because we were seeing that the, that the spike protein was persisting in lymph nodes for like, as long as they checked it for like 90 days, right? I mean, it was supposed to be gone within days, right? The mRNA was supposed to degrade within hours or days. And the spike protein also is supposed to trigger the immune system and then be, you know, washed out, be finished. Um, so just the fact that it was persisting and you could detect it in lymph nodes for, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, as long as they continued the study for, um, that meant that there had to be persistence of the mRNA. And since mRNA shouldn't last that long, the, the next, you know, con obvious conclusion is that it's turning into DNA and then being, you know, turned back into mRNA and being, um, you know, produced again, producing the spike protein again. So I'm not surprised to hear that. And, um, you know, unfortunately, all, all these conspiracy, quote unquote, conspiracy theories are turning out to be true um, <laughs> at an alarming rate. Right. Yeah. I mean, just every single thing that's been predicted by, you know, people on the fringe is suddenly turning into like mainstream. Um, and and the, the really concerning thing about that is that somebody should have checked before. Right. I mean, why did it take two years to figure this out? Right. I mean, well, why wasn't this done by the companies? Why didn't the FDA insist on it? I mean, it's not like they're idiots at the FDA. I mean, yeah. and, and so that just points to the fact that they're a captured agency and they're not looking, you know, in places that where they, you know, where there's things waiting that they don't want to know. Right. There's things waiting for them to uncover and they don't want to uncover those things because they already know in their heart of hearts, what they're going to find. Um, and so there were no genotoxicity studies, no reproductive toxicity studies for a reason, 
right? I mean, it's. I mean, if if they if it had been safe, they would have done them, right? If if it ha if there hadn't been an issue, they would have done those studies and then you know been like, hey, look, it doesn't cause any problems. Why is everyone worried about like gene quote unquote gene therapy? I mean, it doesn't do anything. I mean, so just the fact that they didn't look. I mean, it was you already knew what the answer was going to be, right? Yeah. You didn't have to run a study. But thank God, I mean, finally after two years, we're having some studies coming out looking into this. I mean, they're doing the job that the FDA should have insisted that Big Pharma do, you know, two years ago. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised at all. It's it's uh, it's terrible, and unfortunately, five billion people have gotten these things. Not not five billion people have got the the mRNA ones, but you know, hundreds of millions at least if not more, have gotten these mRNA shots. And, you know, I'm worried about the future of the human race at this point, right? Because we just don't know. There's, there's already decreasing birth rates. You know, there's a lot of data showing plunging birth rates. I mean, they had already been below replacement levels in every industrialized nation on Earth. And now they're dropping even more. So, you know, we're, we're looking, if it's due to the vaccine, if it's not due to, like, people being afraid of having sex or something, right? right? Afraid of, like, sleeping together for two years, you know, people not dating anymore. I don't know, right? Like, we're not yet sure what the cause of the drop is. I mean, is it just, like, changes in the way people interact? And, you know, um, and, and is it going to persist? I mean, are people going to, you know, a lot of people are just going to continue being like frightened out of their mind for the rest of their lives, probably. Right. Like some people still haven't stopped wearing masks. You still well, see them. Yeah, like there's a lot of trauma that's actually incurring within society due to this through the perpetuation of fear, especially when you have like the CDC director coming out just the other day and saying, oh, well, you know, we're, we're calling back masks and this isn't over yet. And Fauci saying this isn't over yet. Um there's a lot of things happening as we move towards the midterm elections. Uh, they're calling for the resurgence, the BA.5 point, uh, point virus where people are passing out now. Um, I, I heard people, um, yeah, people are getting sick and they're passing out. They're having to go to the hospital from passing out with this new variant of the vi virus. And then on the vaccine side, we have SADS. And so <laughs> yeah. the, the FIFA players, the athletes... Uh, we've had hundreds upon hundreds of professional athletes die. Um, and yeah. now we're seeing the sudden, well, the sudden adult death syndrome, right? Yeah, which is something that, like, never existed before, okay? I can tell you that as a medical professional, no one has ever heard of this term, yeah. okay? They just made it up out of whole cloth, right? Um, there, there are sudden, you know, death syndromes. One is, like... Brugada syndrome and young athletes, but they they're diagnosable and like especially elite athletes, they get EKGs and stuff done, and you can diagnose Brugada syndrome that you know predisposes you to sudden death from like a cardiac arrhythmia when you're playing. All of them have had a EKGs in professional soccer. Okay, I can guarantee you that. The mm -hmm. uh, you know the the team physician has signed off on them, and they it was not Brugada syndrome. It was something else, right? So the common cause of sudden death, like sudden cardiac death in athletes is Brugada syndrome. It's diagnosable on EKG and they all of them have had EKGs. So it was not that it's something else. It's something different, which is why they're we're not calling it, you know, they're, they're calling it by a new term. And it's like, I mean, everyone knows it's like an open secret. I mean, what else happened in the last two years other than, you know, these shots and these young, healthy players, right? I mean, it's not long COVID. You know, these things all started after the vaccine rollout, not before, like the first year, there were fewer deaths than there were in the second year. And, and you, you present this, just, just one, this, some of these facts, right, can cause like the whole worldview to crumble for some people. And they've never actually been presented with little facts like this, right? So, so for example, people who are like, you know, wedded to the vaccine and getting their boosters and everything, you tell them that in the first entire first year of the pandemic, there were fewer deaths than there were in the second year of the pandemic when the vaccines rolled out. I mean, everyone who's been getting shots 
just has been assuming that things must have gotten better once the vaccine rolled out, right? Yeah. And and that's not the case. Um, you know, one thing I realized recently is that like e even the the physicians who are seeing people in the ER and stuff, um, the medical records are set up in such a way that unless they got vaccinated in that network, right? It doesn't show anywhere on the medical record that they're vaccinated. So a lot of my physician friends, like I spoke with somebody in the ER who's, who's a friend of mine, very smart guy. And he was saying like, most of the people coming in are unvaccinated they were probably vaccinated patients and the medical record just didn't show it. It's like, it's, if it wasn't done in that hospital systems network, then it's like buried in a nurse's note. No one looks for it. Right. And, and this is something that Pierre Corey just published about. And, and it kind of explains why a lot of doctors around this country had this like misconception that it was primarily unvaccinated patients. It just wasn't like prominent in the medical record. And there is a place in the medical record where you can see vaccinations, but all these medical records around the country, they didn't like set it up to be able to like enter that, you know, enter that a patient was vaccinated unless it had actually been done in their local system. You couldn't like edit that section of the medical record to include a vaccine that a patient just reported taking, right? Like somebody said, okay, I got vaccinated, you know, and usually you're able to put those in, you, you know, somebody tells you we got the flu shot, I got the pneumonia shot, I got whatever, you can update that in the medical record. But for COVID that wasn't, you know, apparently not being done or it wasn't possible to do, for, you know, and this is just another way that, you know, people have been misdirected, misguided, even the doctor who are seeing patients, right? A lot of them are getting sick and they're assuming that they're unvaccinated because that's what it, you know, it doesn't say in the medical record. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, people have had the wool pulled over their eyes, right? And yeah. at this point, I'm most concerned about the vaccinated people, you know, BA5, this Omicron subvariant, whatever, you know, that's spreading across America. It's, it's not particularly dangerous. I mean, it's basically just Omicron and, you know, maybe a slightly souped up version, but still it's not like terribly dangerous in terms of hospitalization death. Um, but it, you know, it does seem to be going to the lungs a little bit more frequently. Um, but what's happening is actually it's the vaccinated people who are worse off. It's not the unvaxxed, right? Like, like you stay, they still have immunity. They might catch it, but it's not a ser serious problem. Whereas, you know, the latest data out of England for up to May 31st was showing that the unvaxxed people in England are actually dying at higher rates, let alone like getting sick or catching it at higher rates. I mean, we already knew that. Now they're actually dying from it in higher at higher rates. Oh, wow. And and you know, this is probably due to you know what people have been warning about for like a year and a half, two years now. Mm. Um, you know, this uh, antibody-dependent enhancement. Um, so, you know, as Gert Vandenbosch has been warning, I mean, he's warning of like a, an apocalypse in the next couple of months where the virus is going to mutate into a form that um, it's able to get around the vaccine antibodies and get down to the lungs and cause severe illness. And and so I, I am concerned, you know, a lot of kind of things are converging on these midterm elections right now, you know, economic problems, inflation, you know, energy problems, you know, lack of supply, you know, maybe a trucker, you know, strike in the next couple of weeks, um, all kinds of things, right? Just converging at the same time. And then like monkeypox, I don't know if that's going to turn out to be a thing, but it seems like someone somewhere is trying to make it a thing, right? I mean, it, we've never had so many monkeypox cases in the world, okay? Yeah. There's like seven, 8,000 cases and it's doubling, right? I mean, it's it's rising exponentially. So something that is 7,000 today, you know, in a couple of months, it could be 700,000 or 7 million. I mean, you know, exponential rise can really, you know, pick up steam very rapidly. Um, and, you know, um, the problem is that 
it doesn't seem to be a natural pandemic, right? Like just like COVID, it spread too quickly to too many different places all at once. That's not the way a natural pandemic spreads. I mean, I, even in today's world where you have people flying internationally back and forth everywhere, it just doesn't do that. It doesn't sprout up in like 10, 100, 10 different places all at once and then start spreading, you know, organically from all those places. Um, so there's this concern, you know, because the monkeypox genome has, you know, mutated far faster than it would have naturally mutated in the last couple of years, mm -hmm. you know, into this pandemic, you know, there's a, there's a concern that it's another, you know, gain of function, you know, bioweapon, and it's actually been released in different places, right? Not, not just, you know, spreading by itself. Um, and so, so I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned for vaccinated people. I mean, vaccinated people, if you've even had one shot, you need to have like all the meds on hand, you know, do yourself a favor, get everything you need to treat this. Um, even if you're not vaccinated, I mean, getting it over and over again, I would be a bit concerned about long COVID being triggered at some point. So I, I think at this still, you know, it's a bioweapon. It, we're finding out more and more concerning things about the spike protein every day, right? Like um, just strange, horrible, like components of it that have been brought in from other places. Like, you know, like there's the HIV component, there's all kinds of like really concerning little subdomains in this protein that have been imported from all kinds of terrible places, right? Um, you know, the, you know, the, the domains that look kind of like um, uh, that Kreutzfeldt-Jacob disease, I forget, prion disease, right? Prion yeah. domains. Um, those, that's the worst, right? Because that's an incurable disease. I mean, we, we have no no way of treating prion diseases um and so you know it's like whatever you can do to to nullify or like <clears throat> kill the virus in the very beginning in the first couple of days after an infection do it right at this point everyone should have you know at hand especially iodine you know and uh, hydrogen peroxide and uh and know how to use it right you know how to rinse out your nose and rinse out your mouth and do it like every three to four hours if you start to feel anything you know even a tickle in your throat just do it because that i mean everyone can do that it's so easy it's so cheap and it'll just wipe out that inoculum you know the initial you know inoculation the initial amount of virus like the initial viral kind of colony yeah. that you get inoculated with um if you can kill like most of them 99 to 100 percent of them um either you can just completely cut short the disease or you can like vastly limit the the you know the the severity because you're vastly limiting how many virions or viral particles end up in your system multiplying right so if you start off with like a billion of them you know versus starting off with you know 100 of them the end point like the maximum number that develop in your body when they start multiplying will be far lower if you've killed off most of them right at the start um right. but still you know i just wouldn't take any risk especially if you're vaccinated i mean i would be really concerned about gert van and bosch's predictions because he's been pretty pretty you know on you know on, on target yeah. so far i mean he worked for the german government he worked for merck he worked for uh, Gavi, which is Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. He's a legit person, probably one of the subject matter experts in the world on vaccinology. Um, and, and if he's given that warning, well... Yeah, I mean, with him, yeah. there's there's two possibilities. One is that he's like a controlled opposition kind of guy, and he's trying to like divert attention away from like what's really happening. So that's, that's a possibility. I mean, I don't know. Um, but you know, I've talked to him myself. I've interviewed him. He seems like a straight shooter. Um, and so one possibility is he's right, you know, mm -hmm. and the other possibility is he's trying to like divert attention away from something even more sinister. I don't know, like trying to trying to give like a 
some reasoning for why terrible things are happening that kind of diverts attention away from what's actually causing them. So, uh, you know, I'm open, you know, it's, it's possible that that's what's happening, but I would say that, you know, either way, either of those two possibilities are not good. Okay. Right. <laughs> because even if he's trying to like divert attention away from the true cause of like the terrible, like apocalypse that's about to come either way, there's probably an apocalypse coming. Right. So, um, yeah, so so I'm I'm concerned. I mean, really smart people have been warning that almost everyone's going to die, right? Like right. who's been vaccinated, which, I mean, it sounds like an insane, like weird sci-fi movie with aliens and like, or James Bond villain. I, I get it, right? I, I find it hard to believe, right? That Nobel Prize winners have been warning us that everyone's going to die, um, but they have, right? So we should take it seriously. And people who've been vaccinated, do whatever you can to be re- to be prepared. Um, for you know ADE for antibody dependent enhancement it doesn't happen the first time you get it you may have been vaccinated you may have had COVID a couple of times yeah. and you may think oh it's not not a big deal it's not there's no ADE it doesn't happen the first time you get the virus it may not happen the second time you get it but eventually it catches up with you and you know when it does it's like the end of the road you know unless you're truly prepared unless you wipe it out right at the beginning you know so I would be super super careful just kill it you know if you feel like you're coming down with something just knock it out kill it you know we know how to do it just do it man you know you, you were mentioning monkeypox there and, and the curiosity of whether it was uh, a perpetuated threat or a real subject because the numbers don't make sense you have the the national of uh, the, the nuclear threat initiative nti.org that actually did a global exercise back in march of 2020 of a monkeypox virus that was weaponized within a dirty lab by terrorists and released on the world and the day of the release happened to be may 15th 2022 the three days after the actual release when we first started getting the first reports in the news may 12th 2022 of the monkeypox virus so i don't believe in coincidences i believe that uh this is happening for a reason it's happening because we have people out there who are eugenicists who want to see a decreased world population and they're utilizing bio warfare against humanity to do this i mean yeah, yeah i totally agree with you all everything is going down exactly the same way it did with covid19 okay covid19 there was also like a tabletop exercise Event right before, like a few months before it hit right and then in the beginning it's like you know oh we don't don't have enough tests and then suddenly we have way more tests than we need and then suddenly the case counts like skyrocket it's the same exact thing with monkeypox like we don't they're they're all like crying about how they don't have enough tests and then suddenly we're gonna have you know tons of testing and like a you know maybe like a you know a case demic or whatever you want to call it you know is going to be suddenly sprung upon everyone and you know we're gonna moderna's already developing a monkeypox vaccine i mean it's the same exact thing i mean they, they They've got their eyes set on just like, you know, world domination, either, you know, just selling billions and billions of dollars of useless vaccines to people um, or or actually, you know, like killing people both with the, you know, the, the problem with the vaccines are they're, they're worse than the illness. OK, yeah. far, far worse than the illness. It's like it's like truly like an evil genius plan. Right. I mean, it's like uh, something that sounds like it's out of some kind of novel. Um, but but that's what it seems what seems to actually be happening. I don't know if it's like either it's planned or it's just like a bunch of like idiots, you know, like taking down the world. I mean, what's most concerning is, is the G- the DNA changes, like, you know, people becoming genetically modified organisms. And then that kind of like getting into the, you know, the, the world's gene pool, you know, humanity's gene yeah. pool and being, you know, persistent, right? Like if it gets into germ cell DNA, it's like game over. It's like, you're passing it on to 
future generations. And, um, and why wouldn't it, right? Because it's passing into fetuses, right? That are in the placenta, you know, it's passing through the placenta into the, um, into fetal, you know, bloodstream and into their um, ovaries, you know, the, the, you know, the fetal, the female fetuses um, are, are being exposed to these vaccines when their pregnant mothers get it. Um, and, you know, it's, we know it's going to the ovaries. So I would be concerned if it's detected in any DNA, why wouldn't it be in the germ cells, in the ovaries themselves and in yeah. the sperm, you know, in the egg and the sperm, and then you're, you're able to pass it on to future generations. Um, but, but even more concerning than that is like, are we about to see like, you know, a sudden like, dramatic drop in the world population you know i mean the aim of a lot of these people is to get it down to like half a billion i mean can you imagine if like i don't know i mean we're up to like nearly eight billion in november i mean the eight billionth baby is going to be born in november november 15th i think is the projection you know seven and a half billion people dead i mean that that's like uh i mean it's something that you can't even imagine what that would do to the world right yeah. i mean it would be utter chaos. I mean, just complete and utter devastation and chaos for every society everywhere in the world. I mean, you talk about a depression, it would be the depression to end all depressions. I mean, um, that the world would grind to a halt. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and so if we're headed for that kind of like apocalypse, um, we're headed for martial law. I, I can tell you, there's not going to be an election. Okay. There won't be any more elections. There just won't. Because, you know, if, and, and it doesn't take much to trigger breakdown in a society. You know, you, you cut off supply lines and people just start going insane after a couple of weeks, right? Maybe not even that long. If they're, if they're not getting food and water and energy and heat in the winter, um, society will break down. The social contract will break down. People will start rioting and start, you know, and they'll call in the army, right? And they'll call in the Air Force and they'll call in the tanks and they'll, and they'll institute martial law. And, we, you know, I mean, it's possible at this point that there won't be midterm elections even, let, you yeah. know, let alone a, another presidential election. Um, you know, this could be the end game. I, I don't know. And, and if people see it going in that direction, I just hope, you know, all of our, you know, the patriots in this country stand up and do something about it. I 100% I agree. It was kind of what my rant was about last night on this show is, um, it, it, it's time to buckle up. It's time to stand up is that there's going to be a sequence of events. I've, I've called this for the last two and a half, three years. Uh, we call it a firestorm event and it's a, the systematic process to take out a country, how to basically destabilize a country to a point of collapse. Yeah. Um, and I've always said that there was one part of this was a resurgence of the virus coming back where the virus basically makes people sick and bring about the lockdowns again. Um, when the vaccine started coming out, we, I made the, the, the production assumption that, well, what will happen is, is people will start dying from the adverse reactions from the vaccine and they'll begin to blame it on a new pandemic, whether it's COVID, a new variant, monkeypox or whatever, but they'll start blaming it on whatever this other thing is and utilize that to lock everybody down and cause martial law of which a lot of people will die way more than the first time um and this is exactly where we're headed right now this is exactly the pro it's 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 happening i mean there's no if ands or buts it's happening and i think you're right that we could see mass death and if that does happen it's over yeah so i think that the key time is the next you know 
six months or so, um, you know, because that's kind of the the time where everyone expects like things to really go south in terms of the vaccine, the vaccinated population, which is hundreds of millions of people just in this country alone, mm-hmm. um, let alone around the world. Um, and so in the next six months, I think that's the time to really be prepared for some kind of societal breakdown. Um, if people start to die in droves, you're right. You're absolutely right. They're going to blame it on COVID. They're going to say COVID is killing these vaccinated people. We need another vaccine. They've already gotten to that point. You know, yeah. they're, they're coming out with multivalent, trivalent vaccines. They have the Wuhan strain of the spike protein in them uh, and the BA4 and the BA5 spike protein. They're going to stick all of them into a new Pfizer shot and give everyone these boosters, right? I mean, it's going to just accelerate this whole problem. And then by, by the time they're boosting all of them, there's going to be like a BA6 or some other, you know, whatever, you know, at the end of the Greek alphabet, right? Um, I don't know. Alpha and Omega. It's going to be Omega, right? The Omega strain, the final one. Um, and 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 then they're going to be like, oh, oh no, like this is killing these people, um, and we need to lock down even harder, and we need a new shot, and just like double down on this like ridiculous, you know, cycle of destruction that's just making things worse and worse and worse. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is unfortunately the way that I see it going, and I mean, it's like. I don't know. It's like just perfectly orchestrated, right? I mean, it's yeah. like people are not waking up. They're, they're, I mean, people, even I see people who have like terrible vaccine injuries and they still think they did the right thing getting the shot. You know, they're like, well, with the data I had at the time and it was a reasonable decision. And I'm like, no, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was never, it was never reasonable. Okay. You had like very, very minuscule risk from this thing, right? I mean, why would you have taken an experimental injection? I mean, people are just like, they've lost their sense, right? I mean, it's, I guess common sense isn't the best term for that, right? It's like uncommon sense. Um, It was never really that common, unfortunately, and it's become far less common today. Well, people become comfortable with their facts. Their facts are what they learn through their own experiences, through their own observation, and through the propaganda, the media that they hear. And, and, and people felt confident with their decision from the lies that they were told, and they don't want to admit that their sources of information were coming from propaganda, lies, and the perpetuation of that. I mean, to, to admit that they got duped on the vaccine is to admit a lot more than they got duped on the vaccines. To admit that, you know, they voted for the wrong person and admit that they've been associated with the wrong political groups, with the wrong social groups, that, you know, it goes all the way back. So I can understand why they would develop this level of psychosis towards not wanting to admit that they were wrong to get the vaccine. I, I know so, so people I, as well. Yeah. I think that's part of it, but like it's more, it's it's even more disturbing than that because if suddenly Fauci like makes an about face, everyone else will make an about face yep. with him, right? Like they'll just like throw away all of their prior like beliefs and just like start professing whatever he says next, right? I mean, it's like, it's just like 1984 where like the crowd just like, you know, it's like on a dime, they just spin and like, you know, start to believe something completely opposite, right? It's like two plus two equals five, whatever you say, I'll believe it, right? Um, whether it makes sense or not, right? Just, I mean, you've already seen that in the, in the, in the pandemic itself, right? Like masks don't work, masks do work. You know, it's just like completely opposing ideas can be held in your brain, right? And you can believe one and then you can believe the exact polar opposite of it, you know, tomorrow. And and so this is what, you know, bothers me that like these people, they've like let go, like they've lost their connection to their, you know, sense and their ability to reason, right? Like they just have no ability to reason. They don't trust themselves to like evaluate what's going on in the world, they've given their their reasoning ability over, 
you know, they've handed it over to this what's basically a totalitarian regime, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the science, you know, well, <laughs> personified science. Psychologically, that's how it's happened in the past as well with people, whether we had digital media or not. That's, that's kind of how dictators and, and those tyrants do take over, is they utilize that psychological warfare aspect, the perpetuation of fear and propaganda towards the people. And somehow the people just lose all logic and rationalism. But Dr. Uh, Saeed, uh, I... I much appreciate you coming on with us today. Where we get, where can we find you, and what do you have coming up? Yeah, so um, check out my GoTo doc. I mean, you can register for free, get free medical answers. Yep. There's a couple of yep. eBooks you can get. Um, there's a COVID link at the top. You can go and see my other site, drsayedhyder.com. You can go to my GoTo stack for pandemic supplements. We're about to come out with a monkeypox, you know, herb, uh, the Saracenia purpurea, which is like hard to find anywhere on the planet at this point. But we're in the next week or two, we'll have a, a awesome. cap encapsulated Saracenia purpurea that works for monkeypox and smallpox. And then we have, you know, pandemic. Um, kind of like, you know, bioterror antibiotics available also at my go-to doc. So check out those. Um, and, uh, and and thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it so much, sir. Thank you. I can't wait to have you back on. Guys, we'll be right back with more of the news and the events today right after this. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Uh, Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, 
I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Sit up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out? You've got to get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. We're not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. All right. That emptied rather abruptly. I was waiting for all the people to get out there and start yelling, but isn't that the truth, Vince? Ooh. Yeah, man. That's great. What is that from? That is the 1976 movie Network, and that was the grand performance by the actor known as Howard Beale. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. 1976. 1976. Now, what's interesting, I, I you know, and, and the funny thing is I didn't realize this. Uh, you know, Faye Dunaway, that's who that was. But Faye Dunaway, that was Faye Dunaway there. But listen, shit's going to get interesting. Shit's going to get weird. Shit's going to get scary. Yeah. We're prepared for it, though. Ah, uh, I could be better prepared, but yeah. More prepared than well, most, I suppose. Prepared, but, you know, I'm just done. I like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm waiting. And I'm no longer having the expectation that politics are going to solve this problem. You know, I, I've been thinking about it. It's been just ramming in my brain. And, and um, mm -hmm. did you, did you listen to the Dark Delight show today? No, not okay. much of it. So in the Dark Delight show, I went on an epic rant, and it was about January 6th, and it was about this fact here, right? Well, we had uh, one of our callers on, Keith, and he's, he agrees with me, disagrees with me, and irrelevant. But he said, uh, he goes, well, you know, you're, you're blaming Mr. Pence, and Mr. Pence had no power whatsoever on January 6th to do anything. I said, ah, actually, that's not true. Mike Pence had the power to throw the certifications back to the state. He didn't have the ability to decertify the election. But he had the ability to postpone, delay, and send the certification back to the states. And I've said this, that the traitors, the treasonous, treasonous motherfuckers that were in the Capitol that day were Congress. That's who they were. They were the <laughs> ones who sat there silent, who did not step up, who did not say anything. They fucking knew voter fraud had happened, had occurred. They knew. You know what? Even if they, yeah. Even if they said, hey, look. This was the safest, most secure election in history, okay? Okay. You have a million people outside. A million people yeah. who are sitting there going, hey, we feel that this vote was stolen. There's a lot of evidence coming forth. We have nine different states with presenting evidence the day of and the day after that something is wrong here. Why don't we, as the representatives of those people, Take a step back and say, hey, let's hold on a second. Let's send the, look, if Joe Biden won, he won, but let's resend this back there. Let's investigate these claims. Look at what the people are saying. Every representative there in Congress, so they've done that. At least every fucking conservative. But you had less than five. Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gozar, Jim Jordan, who actually stood up and said anything. Okay. The rest of them all fucking traitors. 
That's who they are. They sat there with their hand, their hands under their fucking asses, knowing damn well something occurred. Damn well that Joe Biden was not the legitimate president of the United States, but they were going to go along with it anyway because they didn't want to lose their power. They didn't want to lose their money. They didn't want to lose their endorsements. And they didn't want to face the wrath of the American people. That's what's going on right now, right? So that was the real treason that occurred on January 6th. And what Dr. Saeed just said, what's going to happen when people start just dropping off the fucking map? People just start dying. They keep the plan escalating. Their evil plan. Their plan continues forth. Because what they're expecting to happen, and I've been saying this, with the Firestorm event, one of the one things that are produced is the ability to separate people and distract the narrative. World War Three, all able-bodied men, 18 to 55, gone overseas. A new virus variant coming in. People dying of the vaccine. Lockdowns. Suspension of habeas corpus. Suspension of the Constitution. There, there probably won't almost, even be a fucking election. Almost entire. Like, think about if the power goes out. Or most of it, for most of the time. They have complete control over any information over long distances. Yeah. As Absolutely well. they do. And so you know what? I am as mad as hell. You know what? I am not going to take it anymore. I thought that that clip was the absolute perfect clip because that was 1976. Oh, don't, you know, I, I don't want to hear about the inflation and the Russians. The empty grocery store shelves. You know, history doesn't repeat, but it definitely does rhyme. And right now, we are in the midst of a global transition of power. And these people are perpetuating this chaos and terror into the world right now. And for no fuck's doubt. sake, they need to be held responsible. And I'm sorry for my French, everybody. Plug your children's ears. I'm pretty sure it's nothing they haven't heard before. But you know what? This is what these shows should be about. This is what, instead of getting up there in a suit and tie, well, in the new today, this is what happened. Fuck that. People need to get out there and they need to be leaders and they need to get mad, need to get pissed off, and they need to get their audience pissed off and allow their audience to go out there and say, hey, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm done. You know what, congressman, senator, representative? We're no longer asking. We're telling you. We're your constituents. We will all gather out there and we will hold you accountable for every vote you cast, every decision you make. You got to imagine if politicians were held legally responsible, liable for their votes. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, that one didn't work out. A million people died on that one. Oh, well. Yeah, if you were held legally liable for that, oh, you're a congressman that voted yes for that. Yeah, yeah, I am, I am. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you need to go to Nuremberg 2.0. What's this? Oh, you're going to be executed for treason against your own people. What? I just voted yes because my, my party leader told me to. Exactly. You didn't think for yourself like the people elected you to do. You didn't do what your constituents gave you the power to do. Instead, you voted by some other bitch and what she told you to do. You're absolutely right. It's true. Here's Tom with the weather. Um, <laughs> dude, um, I agree 100%. Um, 
a part of people being able to understand why it's important to stand up, though, is understanding why what's going on and the truth of the matter, which is where the sort of dissemination of information comes into play Mm -hmm. to get it out there and covering what's happening. Because a lot of people don't know what's happening. And look, it's every single day, every single hour, something's breaking, something's happening in some state, in some country that pertains to this huge grand scheme communist takeover scheme you're right you're right so many people when we look at what's happening every day we're getting oh my god i can't oh my god i can't believe that oh you remember in 2019 or 2020 we're like oh my god this is crazy you wait weeks for an update oh my god this is crazy (laughs) wait weeks for an update 2021 it's like every week oh my god this week was crazy 2022. What the fuck? I can't get a break day to day. And apparently, apparently, this fucking buffoon won the presidency. Had more votes than any other president in history. What am I doing now? Where do you want me to stand? What am I doing now? I got, I'm Joe Biden. I got 87 million votes, but only 14% of the people polled think that I should run again, and only I only have a 33% approval rating by getting the most votes than any president in the history of humankind. Yeah, he's out of it, dude. He needs to go. He needs to go. The whole administration needs to go, really. But So Gary um, Gary M. on Social Red Pill, last uh-huh. night of the After Dark Chat, came up with a theory, and he said, hey, I he said he, said he thinks something's going to happen to Hunter Biden in the next days or weeks. Where Hunter oh, yeah. Biden is going to die. And Joe Biden will step down from that point. Um, was that on last night's after chat? I yeah, think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? It's actually a really good theory. It's actually it a really good theory that something happens to Hunter Biden because he's just shown over and over and over that he's a liability. Right? And that from there, Joe Biden steps down. And then Kami Kamala probably would come in. And then does that they mean, would, what's that? Does that mean we're making Hunter didn't kill himself t-shirts? Uh, don't we already have them? Hunter? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. We'll, 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 let's make them tonight. Hunter didn't yeah. kill himself. We need just Maxwell didn't kill herself. Um, I have no new new evidence. I have no new news on Hillary Clinton today. Just like Maxwell. <laughs> that's actually a good one uh, I, I know nothing about Hillary Clinton dash just like Maxwell in quotes yeah US Treasury's uh, Adadimio says the next step increasing pressure on Russia over Ukraine war is to impose price cap on Russian oil right so they're going to try to utilize the global supply of oil to basically match uh, uh, basically Stop Russia from selling oil to other countries. This ain't gonna work. That's why Joe Biden's in Saudi Arabia. The BRICS countries are all gonna look at each other and just laugh yeah. and say, "Stop us." So, so Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden, is in Saudi Arabia trying to convince Saudi Arabia, the OPEC, to lower the gas prices so they can put Russia out of business so their sanctions will work. But Russia is a member of one of the BRICS nations, Brazil. Russia, India, China. What do we got? What's the S stand for? South Africa, Saudi Arabia. 
It's on the quiz tomorrow. Yeah, Saudi Everybody. Arabia. Saudi Arabia has joined the BRICS nations, guys. Okay? They are now accepting and doing business with Russia. Saudi Arabia is going to laugh in Joe Biden's pathetic, dementiated face. Uh, no joke, <laughs> but you can buy, bow to me because I'm the crown prince. Dude, I can't imagine what people say to him. Like, I don't, he's the worst negotiator in the world. I doubt he's actually doing any negotiating. Um, you know, it's probably Barry and uh, mm-hmm. Hillary and Soros jumping on the line. Well, Joe holds the phone. Listen here, Jack. They're trying. They're trying. It's not looking too good. Look at the look at the dollar and the euro compared to the damn ruble, for example, for starters. The dollar and the ruble. Yeah. Well, you know what? The euro just hit parity with the dollar for the first time in forty years. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. And, oh. and, and you know the the uh, the nine point one CPI today. Oh yeah. Nine point one percent CPI today. If you guys don't know what we're talking about right now. Another new 40-year high inflation jumps again. Uh, Leaping staggering 1.3% from May, according to the Department of Labor. Inflation on June um, sat at a whopping 9.1%, much higher than the anticipated 8.8% for the month. Now, you got to remember that 9.1%, we're talking about that 1.3% increase, which brings the inflation rate to like like 86%. If this is month after month, and you look at it cumulative... Okay, you're looking at an 86% increase in inflation by the end of the year. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, this is not considering a lot of things that we're purchasing. This isn't considering food. This isn't considering gas. This isn't considering things like this, which is much, much higher. Meat and energy are not included in this, which are two of the highest uh, commodities on the market. Um, As well... Listen, this isn't going to get easier. And I hate to be that person. I'm not the bearer of doom and gloom. I'm just being very, very fucking truthful with you. That you need to prepare and you need to prepare now. You need to be ready for what's coming. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to unfold. But I do know something is coming. I do know that if the patriots don't intervene, if people don't stand up and do something... In the sense where there's, let's say, uh, a general in the military who has a plan, who who is working with people, other generals who are retired, and and they're they're coordinating efforts to to take back our government. Okay, like raising cane, general raising mm-hmm. cane. You, you never know; it's a possibility, and I'll keep that possibility right in my back pocket. Theories like devolution. You never know. It's a possibility. Highly unlikely. About less than a 3% chance of actually being accurate. If you've ever worked with FEMA, if you ever worked in, in, in any type of government, you know this. Okay? But there's possibilities all over the place. Okay? If none of that happens, this country will be in a civil war probably within one year. And not only that, the world will be in a world war within six months. And... The Civil War here will be started with people not wanting to go fight the World War. And that will happen if good people do nothing. But I have a feeling that, you know, something major is going to happen this fall. Something major is going to happen this fall. And I think it's going to be a massive win for us. 
Um, do I think the elections are going to be canceled? It's a possibility. Do that I is. think that the Democrats are going to steal the elections? 100% absolutely. Are they going to steal them for the Republicans or the Democrats? Don't know yet, but we'll find out. I think it makes a lot more sense to arrest Trump in October, steal the election for the Republicans in November, blame it on Trump and the Republicans, arrest the rest of the Republicans, and they're good to go. That's exactly what Ukraine just did when Russia invaded them. Um, <clears throat> They arrested all the opposition, yeah. They became a dictatorship, essentially. Right, they arrested all the opposition party, arrested the opposition party for colluding with Russia. They're going to arrest the opposition party for colluding with Trump, a known criminal who was arrested. Do you see how this all Russia? Yeah, who colluded with Russia? See how this all pans out? Yeah, which is is lies, by the way. Oh, it's all fucking lies. But here's the thing: is the inept government cannot keep moving forward at this rate. It just can't. It, it, it's going to either self-implode, self-destruct and implode, or or it, it, it's going to be imploded. Something, but something's going to happen. The pressure is mounting so high in this country right now that it's getting unbearable. And look, I'm not the only one. You have to imagine how many people out there are just being silent, who are just ready, who are ready to take it all back, who are ready to say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's rock and roll. I guarantee you there's a lot of them. There's a bunch of them. And they're ready, willing, and able. And they're just waiting for Donald Trump. They're they're waiting for somebody to make a move because we're sick and tired of being lied to we're sick and tired to having our power smacked around in our face, corrupt politicians pocketing our wealth, transitioning our wealth away from the American people and into their pockets, into the pockets of their friends, philanthropies, NGOs, other countries. This shit needs to change. And you know what? It's going to be our generation that does it. Because you know what? It darn well ain't going to be the last generation after me. Sorry, Vince. Hey. Well, half of them... <laughs> Most of them. Ha- well, half of them don't know how to define a fucking woman. Yeah. You know, uh, very true. The people have gotten soft uh, just one generation yeah. after another. but um, And psychologically affected by this uh, propaganda and uh, psychological warfare. But I do think you're right. People are waiting for what I like. The way I put it is they're waiting for the signal. Yeah. Because there's safety in numbers. And it very well could escalate from there into something like a civil war or uh, a coup or something. And a real coup. Uh, it, well, it, it wouldn't really be could a happen. real coup. It would be ending the current or, coup. Yeah, undoing the, the previous yeah. coup. But, but you're talking about your generation. Let's look at some of the people and, and, and think about th- this is Josh Hawley, okay? And listen to when he's talking to this liberal college professor. And listen, just listen to oh. this conversation. To people with a capacity for, you've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? 
many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, we it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my line of questioning? Because so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist? Thank and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're told that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. All right. We can't rely on that to save this country. I Notice anything know. about her? Um, besides, besides her utter nonsense, her that's eyes, her piercings. yes, that, that's it. She was Sanp psychotic. Sanpaku eyes. What is it called? Sanpaku. What is Sanpaku eyes? It's a Japanese term for when the white of your eyes above or below shows. Yeah. And Babalu pointed it out too, and it's a sign. They say that it's an indication that you're going to have great misfortune in your life. A lot of times, it's serial killers. A lot of times, it's psychotic people and things like this. Yeah. I knew it was an indication yeah. of uh, people who were psychotic. Yep. <sighs> it, it, Absurd. It, she's a professor. She's, she's a professor at Columbia. Law. Sad. Law. She's a lawyer. This is the problem with law. It's all these lib liberals yep. that are brainwashed. Collapse is coming. Consumer prices surge as well as wages have fell. We just looked at this. We're looking at this uh, as well. So wages are going down and inflation is going up. Hmm. Those sound like a, uh, a good combination. You know, this next part's going to piss me off, but that's okay. So you have the supply chain under attack, which supply is decreasing. If supply decreases and demand remains the same, that means that demand increases as per supply. Okay? Yeah, it means it'll be more money. That's more right. money. So more expensive. Decreased supply, scarcity, increased demand, price skyrockets. Now add inflation up to that. Plus, now add the amount of money you're making to be in less. Yeah, it and now. Like the perfect storm. Yeah, and then take into consideration the supply chain breaking down, supply actually going away completely in some areas, possibly. Um, Dr. Saeed mentioned something, and it was that after two weeks, people are going to lose their shit, maybe sooner. Yeah, more like sooner. Yeah. Two days, three days, you could expect people losing their shit, which means riots and breaking into homes door by door, these kinds of things in a shit hit the fan situation where people begin starving just after 48 72 hours that's it that's so it. do you remember 
a few months ago, we were talking about the midterm elections. And I was saying yeah. that we have an incredibly good chance of sweeping the House and the Senate in the midterm elections. We have 32 yeah. senators that are not running for re-election. It looks like the, the Republicans are going to take about 32 houses or 32 seats in the House. And mm-hmm. we could take 9 to 10 seats potentially in the Senate. Remember this? Yeah. And then I said something around the lines of, well, do you remember in 2020, the polls were exactly the same, saying exactly the same thing during the same time. And then summer came and all of a sudden, all the mainstream media started coming out with all their polling and saying that the Democrats actually have a chance to win, that Joe Biden has a chance, right? All this stuff. Yeah. Well, it started today. Poll shows tight race for control over Congress as class divides widen. What is your preference for the outcome of the 2022 congressional elections? 41% believe that the Democrats will win. 40% say that the Republicans will control. 19% say other. Now, this is the interesting Hmm. number, okay? Now, 19% say other, and there wasn't really any information in here pertaining to that 19%. But I think that we could look at that 19% and think that maybe people say, there ain't going to be a fucking election. There's going to be a revolution. Fake polls, fake news, fake numbers to shape yeah. shape everyone's minds that believes this shit's real. That's right. Not only that, uh, well, we had 18% of Americans think Biden shouldn't run for re-election. But, but then, election officials fear copycat attacks as insider threats loom attempted election security breaches aided by local officials are on the rise election officials are confronting a wave of threats and security challenges coming from troubling sources inside the election system itself the interviews on the sidelines of the national association of secretaries of states summer conference a dozen chief election administrators detailed a growing number of insider threats leading to the attempted or successful election security breaches aided by local officials the most prominent was in california uh, colorado my state where the county clerk was indicted for her role in facilitating unauthorized <laughs> access to voting machines but there have been similar instances including pennsylvania michigan and ohio and that would have been Tina Peters, who was running for Secretary of State in Colorado. And the funny thing is she was indicted by the Secretary of State. Or the Attorney General who ran on the same billet as the Secretary of State. I mean, you can't fucking make this shit up. And she was basically calling out the Secretary... In Colorado, Tina, Tina Peters was showing the incompetency and the corruption of the Secretary of State. Where the Secretary of State basically had the investigation started into Tina Peters, which had the, the Attorney General indicted. Like, maybe you should go to another state for this. Yeah. Seems to be a conflict of interest there. And I think they're absolutely right. Luckily, not luckily, but I bet they're right. And maybe the FBI is already on it. Hmm. I don't know. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I I hope that someone's on it. I don't think it's the FBI. Unless Ray really is a sleeper. No, I'm being sarcastic. If they're on it, they're probably orchestrating it. Oh, they're they're not on it. They're in it. <laughs> they're in it to yeah. win it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a good one for uh, sure. A news team went down to the border and captures one of the largest caravans of illegal immigrants crossing yeah. the border that we have ever seen. Yeah. Uh, did you get the circuit the rep? I sent you. Yeah. Where do we go to vote? Yeah. Got to collect my Soros check. Yeah, the, the coyotes are in the middle. 
Yeah, and they're saying hundreds and hundreds just into the I mean, the they're going to keep coming trees. based off how long that line yeah. There's your coyotes right there in the middle. Yeah. Sad. No That's Mexico. There's U.S. No border patrol whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely sad, man. What is this world coming to? And it is. It's time to defund the cartels. It's time to defund these... Uh, these criminal conglomerates that are ruling this country. Yeah. It's basically, it's the deep States henchmen. It's the people on the lower rungs that I think that they utilize. So to help. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You're, you're fine. No, 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 no. I insist. I was just going into, I think that these cartels and, uh, terrorists and illegals are part of this hierarchy that the deep state people like Soros and Hillary, they utilize to perpetrate the destabilization of the culture and everything. It's, their it's like they're soldiers. part of it. Yeah, it's their yeah. soldiers. Exactly. Yeah. So giant mafia. Go ahead. Dr. Saeed Haider was just talking about the vaccination of infants and babies, which was approved through the CDC. You ready for yeah. this one? CDC issues health advisory on um, Pareco virus, which affects newborns and young infants in the U.S. The CDC issued a health alert network health advisory regarding the Perioco virus, which is affecting infants and young babies in the United States. The advisory was issued to warn doctors, the public health departments across the U.S. that PEV is currently spreading throughout the country. Since May 2022, the CDC... Look at the date. Since May 2022... When did they start getting vaccinated? Ah, oh, May 2022. The CDC has received reports from healthcare providers in multiple states of PEV infections in neonates and young infants. Um, the perioviruses are a group of viruses that cause the spectrum of disease in humans, the CDC said in a statement. Clinicians are encouraged to include PEV in the differential diagnosis on infants presenting with fever, septus-like symptoms, or neurological illness, seizures, meningitis, without any other known cause, or to test for PEV in children with signs and symptoms compatible with the PEV Infection. Look at. Let's read those symptoms once again. Fever, sepsis-like symptoms, neurological illnesses, and seizures, and meningitis. You know, sounds like fucking vaccine injury. It's exactly right. Probably is. No, Seven. it's paleoviruses. You don't. Oh, uh, you know. About. Yeah, I mean, just look at when it came up last year, right? Wait, it didn't. No, it didn't. All of a sudden, these rare types of viruses are just running rampant, rampant everywhere. You know, it's either climate change or vaccines, and we all know yep. climate change is bullshit, and the vaccines aren't really vaccines, but... So, Vega so versus Tico. In the 6-3 to three ruling, the Supreme Court oh. has basically shut down Miranda Wright or the right of protection of your of, of, of police officers' liability towards Miranda. So, Fifth Amendment, right? So, Fifth Amendment. So, basically, um, the case Vega versus Teco was of a, um, a guy who was suspected of sexual assault of a co-worker, and he was brought in, um, he was put into a locked room with no windows, no doors, and he was basically... Um, yelled at, belittled, and 
um, forced into confession after eight hours, no food, no water, no lawyer. And uh, eventually it was overturned and it went to the Supreme Court because it was a massive human rights violation. Well, the Supreme Court ruled with the police and said the police aren't liable for it. Yeah. That even though the police were probably wrong, they're not liable. You can't you can't sue that police officer's qualified immunity for this. Well, they wasted eight hours then. They should have just waterboarded him and got the answer in the first half hour. I'd just sit in a corner and meditate. Right. Find a happy place. I got nothing to say. Wake up. No. Am I'm I being sarcastic, by the yeah. way. No. Going to sleep, dude. I got nothing to say to you. I'm busy. <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates have both donated a whopping um, $10 billion each as a gift. They donated $20 billion together as a gift to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They're so generous. I, they're so fucking generous. You know... Wow. And, and, and here's the beautiful thing, because the recipient of this $20 billion, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which received $20 billion of cash earned by Bill and Melinda Gates in their personal life, well, won't have to pay any taxes on that money. Because they won't have to pay taxes. They'll actually get a tax discount. See, they went and donated $20 billion to a charity organization, which means that they're going to get about a 33% tax benefit that they can use over the next 20 years okay so 33 percent so that's 3.3 billion dollar tax credit that bill and melinda both get to use over the next five to ten years and it just happens right in time where their assets get split up and separated amongst each other right that typically you would have to pay taxes on that they donate this money to the bill and melinda gates foundation they take this 3.3 billion dollar tax credit and now they don't have to pay any taxes and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, this lucky charity who received this money, man, they, they just got $20 billion. Unfucking believable You know, what good people, they, such great people, Bill and Melinda Gates, to give yeah. that $20 billion, like the kindness of their heart, to give that $20 billion, and the kindness of their heart, to the Bill and yeah. Melinda Gates Foundation. I mean... This is, I think, the biggest <laughs> donation they've ever received as yeah, well. It is. Um, just incredible. Yeah. Their hearts get bigger every year. Like they have myocarditis. And I have no idea, you know, out of all the charities in the world, out of all the foundations in the world that they could have given that money to, they went through the selection process and they chose the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Just absolutely unbelievable. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, so lucky to have received that money from Bill and Melinda Gates. Yeah, hashtag blessed. <laughs> I, I would uh, hashtag I like that one hashtag blessed. Bill Gates wearing a shirt says hashtag blessed. <laughs> oh um, man! But if you it didn't just... get my uh, satire and sarcasm, is they are fucking criminals. They're laundering essentially. That is money laundering, one hundred and one, yeah. and the government loves it. And they'll just be like, "Well, it's legal. It's legal. You just were bad. You didn't think about it first, and that they're yep. better at working the system." Uh, okay, whatever. Doesn't mean it's not unethical they're killing people remember so (laughs) homelessness is running rampant within southern and northern california and police in san jose california found an underground homeless encampment with a hidden trove of rifles and thousands of dollars worth of stolen goods and this got me thinking Mm. you have the people illegally entering this country 
and they need to remain off the maps. They need to remain under the radar, right? They can't go out and get jobs because if they're terrorists or anything like that, we'll identify them. The same time that the uptick in all that began, we started seeing a lot of increase in uptick in homelessness. Now we're finding out that the homeless have created these encampments and are running criminal crime rings. So out here in Colorado, every corner you go to at like big shopping malls and stuff like that, there's going to be a person out there. Okay. Um, buddy of mine's followed them home. Yeah. And they all meet up afterwards. They put their money together and it's a crime ring. Like these homeless people are paid an hourly rate to go out there, collect money. They put the money into the pool and the crime leader takes the money and pays them and gives them shoes and clothes and food. Sometimes they get housing, takes care of them, but they go out there and they peddle this money, which is tax free money. And this guy does it hundreds upon hundreds of times a day. And they probably make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month doing this. You want to know how I know you're right? What's that? There's a group out here or multiple groups that do the same exact thing. And there's been investigative journalism done. Um, and I see them, I haven't followed them, but I know people who've reported that they have a lot of them will play, uh, instruments, um, as well as just stand with a sign at a freeway or at a store or wherever. And they all go home at the end of the day to a million dollar plus mansion. And yeah, there's 10, 20 people living in there and they do exactly what you say. They're organized, organized. Um, I don't know if that's crime, but well, it is. I essentially, mean, you're, you're eliciting for, for money illegally without a permit. I mean, that, that's a crime. Okay. So have you seen the TikTok video of uh, the target violinist that the dude is out there playing the violin or he, yeah, he's playing the violin? And he's sitting down on the amp, and people are walking by giving him money, and the guy with the camera runs over and says, don't give that thief money. And they're like, why, man? Mind your own business. He's doing a good job. And he runs over and unplugs the guitar cord or the violin cord, and the music just keeps on playing. Because hmm. <laughs> he was just faking it the whole time. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. This is what they do. Um, I have seen that. These people so are criminals, and, and you, you people need to complain about them. People need to stop giving them money. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do in public is just to yell. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's good. It. Um, I feel like it relieves a lot of stress. Relieves a lot of stress. It gets people's attention. Some people laugh. Some people get offended. It's great. Good time. Just be yeah. careful out there. There's a lot of crazy people. That's right. Uh, a Republican <laughs> yeah. congressman has initiated a probe into potential collusion between the White House and tech companies Wednesday, demanding Biden's administration. Um, senior climate advisors preserve relevant documents. Recently, you claimed that tech companies have to stop allowing specific individuals over and over again to spread disinformation. Republican Representative Lance Gooden of Texas and co-founder of the Freedom of Big Tech Caucus wrote to Gina McCarthy, major platforms including Meta, Google, Amazon, Twitter have cracked down on users' ability to freely question the Biden administration's narrative on climate change. McCarthy, a former administrator at the Environmental Protection Agency, called on big tech companies to increase their censorship of supposed misinformation during the June Axios event. Gooden cited her comments below. We are, we are considered concerned that this violates users' First Amendment rights and creates a precedent that allows the Biden administration to censor anyone who disagrees with its radical climate agenda, Gooden wrote. There has been an alarming pattern of big tech censors' users for offering opinions on climate change that counters the Biden administration's policy, even when their critique or information is accurate. Good. 
Jeez, someone's revving up their engine outside. Gooden cited instances, including John Stossel of New York Post, being censored for discussing wildfires in California and the censorship of people discussing failures of renewable energy during the 2021 blackouts in Texas. Google, Facebook, and Twitter announced measures last year to combat alleged misinformation on climate change. Gooden told McCarthy to preserve all documents, communications, and other information, including electronic information and metadata that is or may be potentially responsive to congressional inquiry request or investigation. Good. It's about time someone is doing something. Yeah. And if they do the right thing, I think they'll find a little bit of collusion happening there. Yeah. Collusion. That, 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 that also means treason, right? That they're colluding. And not only that, it's a disinformation governance board, which has now just moved to the White House, being ran by Kami Kamala Harris, is doing the same thing. They're colluding with big tech to censor people they di- that disagrees with them. Yes. This is uh, communism. D- or, yeah. It's fascism. Well, it's totalitarian fascism. fascism. Fascism is where basically the government, yeah. Communism, fascism. Um, this next video we're about to play is fucked up. And I think these guys need to be held completely responsible for this shit. This is the Uvalde shooter entering the school. It's like he's playing a game or something. Little boy comes around the corner, sees him. This is, he goes into the first room that he sees and just starts opening up, starts shooting and firing. Unbelievable. But then watch what happens here with the police. There's these little pussy bitch cops, all of them right there. Look, they're running away. They're going to run away here in a second. This is infuriating. Yeah. They had the ability to go in there. They had the ability to go in there and take that son of a bitch out, and they did nothing. Instead, a, a, a federal officer came from across town to do it. Wow. Uh, every single one of those cops, they were there that day including the ones that gave the orders and those who followed those orders, should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Hand in their resignation and get out of law enforcement forever. Talking about, I agree. Talking about law enforcement. I mean, a lot of them are psychologically damaged after what they've well, been put through by, their, by our countries with the brainwashing. Mm-hmm. There was one guy there going to the hand sanitizer and putting it on in the hallway. It's like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? Yep. Like, what? Are you okay? I think you've got a mental problem at that state at that stage. So, if you don't know who Sheriff Alex Villanova is, he is the Law and Order Sheriff of Los Angeles County. Okay. And Los Angeles County Los Angeles County Supervisors just approved a proposal to remove the sheriff from duty. Uh. Sheriff Villanova refused to enforce COVID mask mandates, and he proudly announced that he would not enforce the vaccine mandates. Last year, Villanova clashed with the Marxist L.A. City Councilman Mike Bonin after sent deputies to the Venice Boardwalk to help solve a homeless crisis. Uh, the Democrat machine in Los Angeles wants Villanova out, so the L.A. County supervisors asked their lawyer to draft up a resolution to give them power to remove the sheriff. 
The board voted four to one with Supervisor Catherine Barger casting the lone dissenting vote. The matter would still need final passage from the board for it to be put in front of the voters on November 8th. If passed, it would give the panel the power to remove an elected sheriff for cause with a fourth-fifth vote. Villanova blasted the supervisors in the statement. And you know what I'm going to think you're going to see here? He's going to go fucking arrest them. I hope so. That would be so cool. He should. Because that's that's treason against the people. I mean, they're, they're trying to... Un- so they know they can skew the vote in the election, right? Yeah. And so now they're trying to get she- this on there before the midterms to remove a duly elected sheriff. Hmm. Well, I don't know the typical yep. process behind this kind of thing, but so they're the, definitely trying to yes, shape things. They are. Yes, they are. It's New York disgusting. State. We talked about this months ago. Remember we talked about Florida, New York State, Tennessee, and various different laws that they had on the books in the sense of forced quarantine? Yes. It now can happen. New York State has claimed the authority to force individuals into quarantine even if they're not sick. And just so you know, DeSantis signed a bill with this in it as well. Yep. The New York Code's Rules and Regulations Section 2.13 Isolation and Quarantine Procedure of Regulation 10 NYCRR 2.3 has given New York Commissioner of Health or appointed alternatives the authority to push people into isolation or quarantine under suspicion of carrying a highly communicable disease, which includes the flu or common cold. And there needs to be no doctor involved in this analysis. Politicians can make this analysis. Yeah, so if you have a sniffle or if they say you have a sniffle, then they say you have to stay home. And if you say, no, I don't, they'll say, yes, you do. Take this test. And if it's positive, you do. And they're all going to say that you have it. And they're probably going to give it to you. And then they're going to jab. It's just this forced tyranny. It's terrifying, scary. But they're doing it, man. I ain't listening. I'm not doing it. They can't do that. It's so illegal. Oh, by the way, I wanted to throw this out there because we're about 80% of urine samples from kids, adults tested positive for cancer causing glyphosate. The CDC yes. says, which is glyphosate, Monsanto's. Um, it, it's in your food and your water. But you remember when Rosemary was talking about on the platform, if you wanted to grow grass, just let the weeds grow because the weeds rebalance the soil. Mm-hmm. I took this to heart. I had a whole side of my backyard that the dogs had run in and just completely decimated. That I couldn't get grass to grow in. And so I let just, I just let it grow. Just let the weeds grow. There's no grass growing. I just let all the weeds grow. And the weeds got about three feet. Mm-hmm. Right? So about three and a half feet. They were pretty mature weeds. And I cut them down the other day. And guess what was underneath them? Grass. Grass. The grass grew back. Green healthy lush i'm like i showed my buddy today he's like holy shit i'm like yeah dude i never like i would have never guessed but my friend said that if you allow the weeds to grow back they will put the proper nutrients because the 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 earth will only grow the weeds within that area of soil that it needs for the nutrient density of that soil which makes sense that's so crazy so thank you rm rm you are absolutely awesome it worked and i would love to do it in my front yard but i'm pretty sure my neighbors will have a heyday no pun intended. Yes. Joe Biden says he would use military force against Iran to stop its regime acquiring nuclear weapons. Um, well, you better hurry up, Joe, because they're almost there. <laughs> Russian state TV host warns war will expand to Poland if the U.S. continues to arm Ukraine, according to the New York Times. 
Red alert, New York City offers residents suicidal nuke attack advice while USA pushes Putin in the multi-city first strike nuclear attack to destroy America. I was talking to someone about this last night. They, they can't fucking yeah. believe that these PSAs are coming out, that there's was, actually talks of nuclear war, and it's real. It's fucking real, guys. It was almost a parody type video they put out. It's totally oh. embarrassing. It's like, hey, if you want to die just a little bit slower, go inside. Listen, if you're in New York City and a nuclear detonation happens and you somehow are able to have five to ten seconds to do something, jump in the fucking subway. Jump in the sewer. That's the only way you're going to be protected. You need to be feet underneath concrete. That radiation cannot penetrate. Yeah, it is survivable, though. It is survivable. Oh, look at uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Away. Absolutely, it's survivable. There is people that had direct contact with the radiation that survived. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I come. I, you know, I, I just I get so riled up. Let's do this real quick. Battle of the Streams. Grismo seven donated one ice cream. RPG thirty five seventy three two ice cream. LED one ice cream. Thank you guys all for all your donations. Black Jester one zero one donated one diamond. Working but listening keeps dropping them nuggets. Much appreciated. Black Jester one hundred one. Uh, Pondlo Picasso gifted a cookie. New York City. Nuke PSA, run inside, grab your ankles, and re. Yep, I agree. <laughs> uh, Pablo Picasso donated another cookie. Nat Henley gifted a can. Thank you so much, Nat Henley. LED Joey uh, donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, LED. And Nat Henley gifted another cookie. Much appreciated, guys. Um, and shit, thank you. We're, what's that? Was there more? I said no. Thank you, everybody. Oh, thank you, guys. And shit, we're out of time. We're on. We're on. Uh, yeah, that, that went by fast. Yes. That's another one for the books. We're coming up on episode 400 here we uh, are. next week. Ooh, ooh, and a shout out to my team, Andrea and Vince. You guys are absolutely awesome. We just hit over 48,000 subscribers on, on our podcast, our audio version of our podcast, as well as we just went over, we're 35,000 downloads over 2 million. So we hit ah. 2 million in 35,000 downloads on our podcast between Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Wow. Thank you so much for all that growth. You guys are absolutely awesome. Thanks, everyone. Um, hope you guys all have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll cover a lot more stuff tomorrow. No guests, just me and Vincey talking about the fucking doom and gloom and the pending chaos that will ensue. That is coming. And they're turning the frogs, Jay. And, and we're going to we're gonna take out the new world order. We're not going to have a one world government. We're going to win this. God's going to win. Trump and the Patriots and Q, they're gonna go out there and they're gonna they're gonna blast a hole in Joe Biden's ass and take back the White House. But Patriots will win. I assure you. Because if not, we're dead. So, you know, we really don't have any choice in the matter. It's either we win or we die. So I, I choose winning, right? Because winning yeah. is I, I like to live and win than die and lose. So yeah, cool guys. Win and live. I like that. Win, win. There you go. Win and live. Look at that. Put that on a t-shirt today. Eh? Or die. Oh, and in the back, die or lose. Hmm. Lion over sheep. There we go. Much love, guys. Much appreciated. You guys take care. You guys have a great night. We're gonna see you guys tomorrow night on another episode of the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. Good night, guys. <laughs>